You're listening to Supporting Siblings, where we share the experiences of our not-so-typical life as a brother and sister of individuals impacted by developmental disabilities. Here are your hosts, Larry and Laura. Well, hello there, Laura. It's been uh, hello. two months, sis. <laughs> two I months. know. <laughs> you went back to school. I had uh, my other thing going on, the Fish Fest thing, and everything, the dust has settled, and uh, we actually... We were going to do it last week, and I ended up drooling on the couch last Sunday. So uh, it's good to be back and Absolutely. do this again. Sorry it's been so long. A lot of it was postponement on my end. You've been ready, willing, and able a few times. Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Here we are. So we were, uh, just before we started, we are like, hey, what are we, uh, what's our title? And I, we don't have a title at the time of the recording, but... Um, thinking about what I'd like to talk about the last 24 hours were um, build off of a conversation I had with one of your students that I just adore Mm -hmm. to death and (laughs) really look forward to the intermittent phone calls that we have while you're at class. Uh, His name's Charlie. And um, why don't you go ahead and introduce Charlie? And we've talked about him before, but, um, I kind of want to build off something and and make some comparisons to his life and some other people that are in my life and maybe give some inspiration to look beyond, you know, uh, the surface disability of somebody and look at the beautiful, beautifulness of their humanity. I don't know even know if that's a word, but go ahead and introduce Charlie. Yeah. And we'll take it from there. So Charlie is an absolute delight. Um, He is, I, I mean, there. I, I tell him all the time, there's no such thing as a bad day when you're in Charlie Kelly's presence. He is the best. Um, so he is confined to a wheelchair, and um, he has an anoxic brain injury from a near-drowning incident when he was a little boy. Um, and so that you know, changed his, the path of his life in many ways. Um, but his mom and I have talked on several occasions and I truly feel like Charlie is in, he is the closest thing to heaven that I could possibly, um, he is just a perfect soul. Um, he is a joy I'm going to cry because that boy brings me so much joy every single day in spite of um, all of his difficulties that he may have. But let me tell you something. There is no such thing as the word can't in Charlie's vocabulary. Um, We have mentioned one other time without using his name in a previous podcast and you know, how I had mentioned to my students, what do you do if you're having a bad day? And Charlie's response was, I don't have bad days. (laughs) (laughs) And that is the honest to God truth. Like I have, he is, he is so sweet and so magnetic and so endearing. Um, He is just the most uplifting person when you are in his presence. Um, And so you know, a couple of times, I don't know, the, the kids made some jokes one year about this funny show um, 
Impractical Jokers and this skit with Larry. (laughs) Well, all I had to do was say that I had a brother named Larry. (laughs) And then one time at the end of the day, we (laughs) called you and that was it. You were a hit with Charlie. Yeah. That was it. And (laughs) Charlie, as far every... Uh, just about every day, <laughs> just about every day, Charlie asks me, how's Larry? And, you know, sometimes I say to him, I don't know, Charlie, I haven't talked to him in a couple of days. I think he's good. He's working and we haven't been able to connect. Or, you know, sometimes he wants to call you sometimes at 830 in the morning. And I <laughs> I have to remind him That's it's 730 there. <laughs> he is just the sweetest so. Whenever we get a chance, like at the end of the day, when we have a few extra 10 minutes before the buses come, sometimes I'll FaceTime with you, with him, so that he can say hello. And I, like, uh, he makes you feel like a rock star when, when, no kidding. when you talk. No kidding. He is man. just, I mean, I mean, the reaction that he gives when you answer the phone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Just, it's a whole. Is priceless. Yeah. And he is just, you know. <laughs> um just love this kid so i'm gonna let you take it from there because you and charlie have had quite a few conversations yes and we just have you're the best <laughs> you know you know the um we just wanted to build off that and i just the we we did it the other day i i woke up thinking about him and you had sent a picture um he's in a wheelchair um and he got a, a new wheelchair that allows him to stand up right now, yeah I, yeah. I don't know totally how that works. It, it was hard to tell in the picture, but all I could see was the beaming smile on his face with him yeah. standing up in this chair, uh, which I'm sure just feels good. He can stretch his legs out and, you know, just feel like he's part of a group in a different way. All yeah. of that. <clears throat> and uh, he just got this this thing. So we did a call after, um, you know, a couple of days you sent that picture and it was just a, like I said, I woke up thinking about him like, ah, I got to hit up Laura and see if we can chat with him <laughs> because he just always, you know, always makes me laugh. I mean, just, it's genuine too. Like, I don't know. Yeah. It's just, he has just such a fervor for just the simplest things that oh, really kind of bring it- you to a place like wow what am i yeah he brings you that's a very good way to put it because it can be the simplest thing of you know me dropping i don't know a book out of my hands and i say oh good lord and then he dissolves into laughter and once he starts laughing his laughter is infectious Infectious, there is i mean he he and i have dissolved into laughter like just because he catches the funny little, um, just he he just has this perfect sense of humor. So, you know, he sees like if I drop a book, he just starts laughing. Then I start laughing, and then he'll tell me I have a case of the dropsies. <laughs> and it's just you know when he laughs, he makes me want to laugh. So yeah. I start laughing, and then the two of us are like laughing, and I'm just like, this kid is just, I what have I done to yeah. deserve such a. a wonderful human being in my life what have I done <laughs> and you know this is the thing about it that I just want to point out you mentioned that you know he does not have a developmental disability um, no. Charlie was born you know just like a quote in the quote normal child who had an accident yeah. and, and yeah. at his toddler stage that changed his life so you know whether or not he remembers that part of it I don't know does he talk about it much do you know it's funny you say that because we just did um, 
we just did a, a project um, where um, they had to kind of write their autobiography. Um, and so one of like, they had different pieces of the project that they had to kind of put together and then their parents came in and they presented and, um, Charlie, one of the things that they had to write about was the best thing that ever happened to them. And then the worst thing that ever happened to them. So Charlie was, um, I would sit and work with him one-on-one and he, I would ask him questions like, what was the best thing that ever happened to you? When did this happen? What did you do? And so I would be able to take what he said and put it into a um, Google Slides presentation. And um, when I asked him what was the worst thing that ever happened to you, he said, when I drowned. Mm, Okay, so he has some memory of it. Well, I, I thought maybe he did. And I mean, it was such a, it was one of those moments where, like, I think, time stood still for about 30 seconds and I just kind of looked over at him and you know and I said to him Charlie do you remember anything about that day and he said no and I said you don't remember what happened and he said no and I said so what makes you say it was the worst thing that ever happened to you and he said because I don't want it to happen again so I think it has he is aware of what happened. I'm pretty positive his mom and dad haven't hid anything from him. Um, and he knows what happened, but he doesn't have memory of it. But he's, I think it has instilled a sense of um, caution in him. And maybe he knows it changed the direction of his life or something. Yeah, so, but you know, the interesting thing about that is, is he doesn't want to ha- want it to happen again maybe because the experience mm-hmm. itself, but he did, it's, it's interesting that he didn't say because it put me in this wheelchair. Again, yeah. You, you know again, what I mean? And so that's like a really profound thing. If you think about it, he's not being the victim. He's just stating right. a fear of, you know, something horrible and traumatic happening that none of us Correct. that we and, all try to avoid anyway. Right. And that is the beautiful thing about Charlie is he doesn't focus on the fact that he is in a wheelchair. He doesn't focus right. on what he can't do. Instead, I mean, there are so many things that just having him, I tell him all the time, I'm never going to move him up to the older class. Like he has to stay with me forever. Um, I just, when the kids move up, it's really traumatic for me, but it's going to be especially traumatic when I have to move him up. He is just, he's something special. And, um, you know, I, I, he is just, um, he doesn't focus on what he can't do. And I have learned in this almost, you know, I've had him for a year and a half in class. I've learned about so many things he can do. He's a wizard with the phone and the iPad. He, he made a bitmoji of himself, (laughs) like blue man group on my phone, um, and sent it to you. And, just does, mm. I mean, knows how to text and knows how he's, he's a wizard when it comes to all kinds of things. And our movement's difficult for him. Yes. Does he need assistance with eating and activities of daily living? Of course he does. But does he complain about it ever? Never. Never. That's yeah. never. He, he do. never, never. I mean, you know, and, and I'll tell you, having this class <clears throat> truly keeps me in it, it sends me very like I was going to say it keeps me in check because how often do we complain and we gripe about things and things that are really not of any sort of importance maybe just an inconvenience 
um, in our life. But then I have students in my classroom and I have Charlie that, you know, have significant struggles, but don't focus on them. So he's the best. I honestly, he is just a joy, but he sure loves Larry. I mean, (laughs) and I really do. I mean, he's changed the course of my day sometimes, you know, just something that's happened and, and you just, uh, you have, you know, 15 minute conversation and you're like, wow, I don't, there's, what was I worried about or what was I upset about? I can, sometimes I can't even remember what my problem was at the moment. And, uh, it's very infectious. And I, we, uh, you know what? I thought about this lore off offline. We talked about the agape video and just mm-hmm. a comment that, that was made by one of the parents and we have that digitized. So, um, go, I'm going to get that up on the website, supporting siblings.com. You can go watch, uh, if you can get by the eighties cheese, a video production. Um, it's a yeah. really, it's a heart, <laughs> it's a heart grabber. It was the ori- original, uh, promotional video, um, mom, dad, and, and, and the board put together for Agape and what it was about when it was very young and, uh, just a bunch of people meeting in a church hall. And, and, uh, but the, the thing about it is at the end, there's some, you know, they interviewed parents and what it was like and their experiences mm-hmm. and how Agape had helped them. And, one of the parents made a comment that, um, and helped me out with a quote on that, but it was, we are the disabled. Go ahead. You, you said it really good offline, so you do it best. I way. wish I could remember her name, too. I can see her face in the video, and I, well, I it'll probably come to me yeah, at 5 o'clock. I'll go you know, look at the video. Because... Yeah, uh, <laughs> our cousin Jason digitized that, and it's up on Google Drive. So right. I'm going to, we'll put that, <clears throat> I'll get it up on YouTube and drop it into the website, but. She said, I know her name. It was Dorothy Dresden. That's it. Yeah, I knew it. it would come to me. So she said at the very end of the video, the parents on this video were talking about their children that have disabilities. And keep in mind, like, you know, you just said that this was produced in like the early 80s. And, you know, there were not as many services as there are now for individuals with disabilities. Yeah, it was a couple years Although, before on a the separate ADA. podcast, we're going to, yeah, on a separate podcast, maybe we'll talk about the regression that has been happening in the world of individuals with disabilities, but we're not going to focus Definitely, on that Definitely, I would like to. That'll be the next episode <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, so she said, and I want to quote her, this, you know, as best as I can. She said, we are the, we are the disabled. We are the ones that can see and turn a blind eye. We are the ones that can hear and turn a deaf ear. Yeah. And she wrapped and, it up beautifully too. So again, uh, encourage you to visit supporting siblings.com and check it out because it's really inspiring. I, it was one of the most inspiring moments of the video for me that I've, mm-hmm. I think about it often, you know, especially since we've seen it, but yeah. You know, they say that if you if you do what you love, you'll never work a day in your life, right? Yeah. And I absolutely, 100 and 2,000% love what I do. Is that possible as a math um, teacher? <laughs> I, right. <laughs> I, had to be, I thought it's not enough to say 100%, so 2,000% <laughs> love what I do. Um, and it's because of people like Charlie because when I go into work every day, I forget that there is a sometimes nasty world out there because 
in the four walls of room 109, it doesn't exist. There is love and joy and purity and friendliness and kindness. And for, you know, six and a half hours of the day, I am blessed to be in their presence. So, um, it is, it is a great, great reminder, you know, to think and to keep your own mind in check to think this is what really matters in life, this stuff, not that other stuff. And I, I think that you and I had talked and wanted to bring the point of even though people have disabilities, they are so much more than what you see on the outside. Yeah. Once you can look so past, look past the, you know, the initial, you know, it's hard not to just see a wheelchair and a body in it and someone who has right. difficulty moving their arms and you just make an assumption on their life and right. you really take the time to listen to them. And it's sometimes I struggle to understand, Charlie, I, I I've gotten way better at it and I'm really yep. thankful when you help me cause I know you do. Um, once you, once that is passed and you've made communication and you see into this, this, like you said, he has a pure soul and, and it's and much better to understand attitude. him in person instead of via technology, technology adds that extra barrier. Um, so I think when you're, if you're in person with them, you'd be able to understand right. them because, and he, sometimes I have to have him repeat something a couple of times, you know, and then I get it. Then he usually laughs at me because I can't, I, okay. because I miss it. He never gets upset with you too when you ask no. him to repeat it. No, he doesn't get no. frustrated. He's like, you know. No, no. I know. And he sometimes I'll repeat what do. I thought he said and it's right. all off base and then he dissolves into laughter. And yeah. I, I mean, truly, <laughs> this kid, I'm telling you, if I, I, I could spend all day every day in his presence and it would be, it would be just enough. It would be enough. He's just, right. he's wonderful. <laughs> well, we're going to uh, take a quick break and we're excited to announce that uh, we are now joining, we are on anchor.fm and uh, here's a little quick um, commercial an ad for Anchor and how you can get your own podcast up for free and actually earn money with it with nothing more than your telephone, your smartphone. You don't need tons of equipment. They make it easy. Here's a little bit about Anchor.fm and we'll be back in just a moment. Have you been thinking about making your own podcast? Then let me tell you about Anchor. First of all, it's free. They have tons of creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or from your laptop. And now you can use any song that's on Spotify and add it directly to your episodes. So it's not just all the cute little music, it's actual songs. Anchor helps distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more and you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership it's everything you need to make a podcast all right in the palm of your hand download the free anchor app or go to anchor fm to get started today
supporting siblings, we're talking about looking beyond the disability and see the, the true nature of someone's humanity and beautifulness. Uh, uh, I'm, I said that word again, not even know if it's accurate. But um, Good discussion today, Laura, and I hope we inspire some people to uh, caregivers out there that, you know, when they, they look and see, you know, maybe a child that's not going to be a basketball player or, you know, whatever the initial dream a, ch- a parent or, a, you know, a brother or sister has for their, uh, that, they're, that they're way bigger than that. And what they bring to the world and to all of us is sometimes bigger than being a, a pro athlete or anything <laughs> like that, in my opinion. So, yeah. <laughs> um, good discussion today. So what, uh, What's happening in class or uh, this week? Do you guys do your, is this week is the Thanksgiving? Yeah, this Thanksgiving week is our week. big Thanksgiving feast. We are cooking turkeys. Um, I'll cook one first thing Wednesday morning. I'll probably go into work a little bit early and get the turkey in the oven by eh, 6.45. Um, and the kids painted their placemat. Last week we made cards for veterans. And I have two connections at veteran the vet's hospital and a VA clinic so I gave the cards to those people and they distributed them on Veterans Day so the kids did that um but they're super excited for Thanksgiving they're going to have a big feast on Wednesday and we purposefully do it on Wednesday so that Thursday there's leftover day (laughs) so for two days we will be eating (laughs) it's a lot of fun yeah make sure long day but I love it. Yeah. No, it looks good. You know what I was thinking? Um, do you want to see if we can uh, add John John just for a minute before we close up? See if we can pull out of him today off the cuff? We can try, but he's still having that FaceTime issue. But remember, group. Yeah, that's what group. I want. We'll just give it a try. I, I was trying to think of how I could mix him in. I guess I could use another device and get him on there. Let's see. Let's try. If not, we'll just cut this out. I don't know. All right. I told him, ring. Well, this is new with this new, uh, I just did my software update. It looks all different. Yeah, I'm having a hard time. It's, I, I, it's like when they changed the grocery store around, and now I don't know where anything is. Yeah. <laughs> it's all different on this new operating system. Well, you know what? He's probably, I just it just tried to call him and it said not connected. So mm. if it rang, that means he's going to call back on the phone here in about five seconds. We'll see. <laughs> We'll see. Yeah, we would have to start that out a different way, I think. We'd have to do it by regular phone and do a conference call because that is the most perplexing thing, what's happened with him and that iPad. I wish I understood that. Frustrating. I just told him today that I was going to try again and make an appointment for um, his iPad at the Apple Store again so i haven't the foggiest idea what is going on with that ipad and why it will not connect with facetime i just i don't know yeah so i don't know about john's ipad i hope we can i wish i was there to help it's bugging me i want to really like to be able to it's FaceTime the people with the genius bar can't even figure it out i know i know <laughs> well maybe uh hopefully we can uh talk to his parents and we can get a picture of all of us or you and him together sometime i know we got to go through a little thing we can't just 
post a picture of a student there, so <laughs> we'd have to do Well, some... I actually, I texted his mom before we started the podcast just to make sure we could, talk, you know, I didn't want to just assume sure. that I could just talk about him. And she said, of course, and she said we could talk about anything we wanted. So I'm pretty okay. positive she would be okay with the picture. I also told her that I would like to, like you and I had talked about having Charlie on as a guest. Right. Um, and that we would do that probably in December via FaceTime. Yeah. Um, you know, and that we could, you know, add him in because he's just, he is just so sweet. And yeah. Special, yeah. It's just like, you just want to share him with the world cause he's so inspiring and, and, uh, has this constant gratitude about him that just emanates from him no matter what. And I know, I know uh, he just makes pretty major to makes me. the world better. Yeah. He really does. And, you know, in spite of, like I said, the, the whole course of his life changed in one afternoon. And, um, you know, I just, I also want to give a shout out to his family. Um, he has a wonderful mom and dad and two sisters who I actually had as students when they were yes. um, in high school. Kelsey, <clears throat> I used to teach inclusion, um, senior English, and Kelsey was in the class that I co-taught with. Um, with another teacher and then same thing for Kendall I co-taught with another teacher teacher and Kendall happened to be in that class as well um, so I know Kelsey and Kendall from you know when they were seniors and then freshmen in high school and he also has a little brother named Jace um, who is just sweet you know he's a cute little boy his mom and dad are just really great individuals um, his mom and dad are really, really good people. So, I, and he's so funny because one day when, I, when we were in class, I said something like, oh, my back is killing me today. And he looks at me and he says, final stenosis. <laughs> <laughs> and oh, I looked man, at him and I that's said, so great. how do you know that's what awesome. final stenosis is? And I said, is this some <laughs> new word you're working on in speech or something? Like... <laughs> Man. And he said, you have spinal stenosis. And I was like, well, gosh, I hope not. <laughs> Painful. I have he spinal just... stenosis. It's not fun. I hope he's wrong. That's I know. Terrible. And then I told him, I said, guess who has spinal stenosis? Larry. <laughs> but wow, he is that's just, funny. I mean, yeah. he just comes out with the funniest things. And um, I, I, I told his mom when I go out, in the hallway in between class change time, we always, you know, teachers just step out into the hallway just to, you know, for class change and whatever. And, um, he'll come out with me and stand, and I tell him, are you on, come on, we have to go do hall duty. So he'll come out in the hallway with me and sit in his wheelchair next to me while we're watching the class change. And one of the things we work on with him is his volume with his speech, because, um, you know, sometimes when, if he, he gets a nice big breath in, it'll come out much, much better. So I've been teaching him to say hello to people in the hall, yeah. you know? And so it's kind of been like a little, um, I told his mom I was going to make an IEP goal of him flirting because <laughs> what I do is I, a pretty, a group of girls will walk by and I say, Tartar, here comes a group of pretty girls. And I say, say hello ladies. And he'll go, hello ladies. <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic. Well, I, mean, I hope it I, works he, out for us to get him on sometime down the road and around. Oh, Christmas. I think it will. Yeah. He would love it. Are you yeah. kidding? Would he great. would love Memphis, it. <laughs> you know, depending on. I obviously we would do it off a of campus there. I think, and you know, maybe yeah, we can even yeah, we had talked have about some that of his said, siblings on as well. 
Yep. We'll work on that. In the meantime, visit us at supportingsiblings.com. Uh, Laura does a blog, and this uh, we're going to put up an old Agape Parents Fellowship video. Go check that out, and again, get by the. I actually am behind. I just want to um, maybe maybe there's a reason. You know, maybe God kind of paused me for a reason. Yeah. Um, because I started to write this blog, and it was actually. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna ruin it. I'm gonna gonna finish it because okay. I just feel like right. I just, you just got feel inspired like it got to finish changed. it. A, nice. I just got inspired in a way to finish this. Yeah. <laughs> And There's, Billy's doing I well, I guess. Uh, you were just you just seen him recently, right? Billy is doing okay. I went to look at a new program for him that because it, yeah. he still is not back into a dayhab. However, um, I did look at a new program that was not a good fit for him, um, <clears throat> so he's not going to go there. However, we did hear from his original dayhab that um, it is. Going, they are bringing him back as of November 29th. Oh, so that's good. He's going to he, get back to something. He at least will have a day have to go back to, that's and good. we are going to keep our um, eyes peeled for something new, maybe a little bit closer to home, because in my opinion, it's a little too far, but um, we shall see. I was hopeful that this other day have would have worked, but it just wasn't. I didn't feel comfortable there, so I didn't think it would be good for him, but that's okay. That just means that there's tons of day haves out there. We just have to find the right fit and hopefully people will have spots um and then he'll be home day after thanksgiving i don't bring billy home the day of thanksgiving just because i have no chance to pay attention to him yeah, at all um, too that much. Day. Yeah, good idea and it's, yeah so i bring him home the day after when i have a much quieter day and i can focus on you know him and not worry about the 20 people in my house and the meal i'm cooking so it's the day after I'll see Billy. So. Well, we hope today inspired you and uh, just hearing some uplifting things about, you know, how to see past the disability. And uh, good chatting with you, sis. Go Bills. Yes, the too. Bills game just started here at the time of this recording. So we'll, we'll right. sign off with <laughs> Go Bills. Visit us at supportingsiblings.com and listen to us now on anchor.fm. Hey, you want to make the world a better place? Commit a random act of kindness to a complete stranger. We hope you enjoyed today's episode and invite you to share your stories and write to us at a not so typical at gmail.com or visit supportingsibs.transistor.fm and connect with us on all our socials.